This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by TMZ Podcast producer, Wild. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Charlie. Well, thank you for like going from that chair (laughs) right in front of the, to coming behind here. Yes, I walked three feet over today to the desk. I actually, I love it when you're on Wild. Oh, thank you. You have very good thoughts. Oh, I have some really spicy thoughts today, so. Good. Okay, stay tuned. Pleased to hear it. We're going to talk about Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. She is uh, kind of siding with Janet Jackson, forming a bit of an alliance Yes, against JT. I've never supported something more. Me too. Exactly. I've never liked Britney more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few episodes of her documentary came out over the weekend, and mm-hmm. it's very troubling. She's, yeah. she's been going down a path for a couple years now, and yeah, signs aren't good for her. No. So we'll talk about that. We got our almost news segment at the end. Quite a funny little boat incident uh, we'll talk about. But to begin with, there were a couple little scuffles slash brawls over the weekend. One involving Cam Newton, the other involving Buster Rhymes. But first to Cam. Cam. He was at a seven-on-seven youth football Mm -hmm. tournament. Yeah, so he does these, like, tournaments all across the country with his organization. So it's like a thing that Cam Newton does. He's in the community. He, like, works with kids. He's trying to, like, build them up and, you know, help them advance their athletic skills. So this is, like, a normal thing for Cam Newton to be in these spaces, in these tournaments with young people. It's normal. But then a fight broke out. A really nasty fight. Let's let's play some of that fight for you now. So if you're only listening to the podcast, Mm -hmm. it might be hard to visualize what's going on. But basically, Cam is set upon by a group of guys. Mm -hmm. Cam doesn't throw any punches, but quite a few are thrown against him, especially... There's this guy in a white shirt who comes in. Hot. He comes in hot out of nowhere and just clocks. It looks like Cam. I guess he could have missed, but it looks like he got him pretty good in the noggin. Yeah, I mean, Cam didn't throw any punches, but he, he threw a few of them around. Like, he was tossing them. Like, he's a big guy. He's a big dude. He's former MVP of the NFL. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever seen Cam Newton in person. Like, this isn't a dude you want to, like, walk up to. He's the tallest person in the room. He like, really is. So it's unclear what started this fight, but... It got super, super nasty. Mm-hmm. He looks great while doing it, got to say. like I was going to say, the most impressive thing is his hat staying on the whole time. Like well, his, absolutely. His little top hat thing. I got a hat by the same, same maker. Ooh. Yeah, Cam Newton has his own hat company now with my friend. And Mashika hats. And then, and oh, then, sh- 
and I love these hats. So that the fact that his hat stayed on the whole time, and you see that his hair is like coming out there. through the hat. It looks great. But anyway, his his the team he was coaching actually under fifteen boys went on to win mm-hmm. the tournament. So congratulations to them. A little bit overshadowed because the coach. Yeah, we don't really know what happened at the end of this. You know, the Atlanta police hasn't stated that they made any arrest. It looks like they kind of just broke it up and hopefully went their separate ways, but. Just really messy. It is. And another fight that happened over the weekend, which we don't have the context for, we've just got the viral video. It's random fights. Is it random fights with uh, Buster Rhymes? So Buster Rhymes was mm-hmm. at a French Montana's listening party. Yep. Mac and Cheese 5, what's it called? I don't know. I think you're right. Mac and <laughs> <Yeah>. Cheese something. <laughs> uh, it's, supposed to be, it's supposed to be a really long, good album. Yeah. Um, but we get this video of, uh, am I allowed to say this guy's name? Yeah, you can name? say Nizzle Man. Nizzle Man? Yeah. Name... I thought that you're not allowed to say that if you're a white guy. No, you can't say like, for shizzle my nizzle. Oh, but then I... it's like, for shizzle my. I, I know. But you can just say Nizzle Man. Oh, okay. 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 No, that's cool. Well then, so that's right. We see <laughs> this guy, Nizzle Man, falling backwards uh-huh. over some stairs. That's when the video comes in. So we yeah. didn't see if someone pushed him or he fell mm-hmm. backwards. But I don't think if someone accidentally tripped backwards, you'd be set upon by Buster Rhymes Buster. and his security. <laughs> and you just see like Buster and his security like reaching into the situation. They're not like throwing fist again, but like, what the hell is going down? I, I don't know because then Buster's having very like, he's in Nizzle's face mm-hmm. and then they like push, force him out of the club, like very kind of roughly. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just at French Montana's listening party, things go wrong. I have a theory about this. I think that Nizzle was just acting a fool and Buster was like, yo, get your sh together. That's just my speculation. Because it doesn't seem like they're like pissed per se or like violent in any way. It just seems like they needed to get him out of that space and he was probably just doing something he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, there's no like punches thrown. It's not like me versus you. But right. it's like, you need to Why listen Why would you to punch me? Jesus Christ. Right, right, right. Yeah. I would never. Okay, thank you. Um, but yeah, man, a couple big brawls over the weekend. Hope everybody's safe. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. On to our next story. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams, her lifetime show documentary thing. It came out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's very, very interesting. It's very raw. Like you do get to see her and her people in a way that you hadn't before. And I wouldn't have thought she'd want to show almost. Don't you feel like maybe this is a bit excessive? I don't know if you need this right now. We Why? have a lot, because we have a lot of business I'm not drunk. On. I know you said you was drunk, but I just don't know if this is a good idea. You. So you think you're perfectly fine having as many drinks as you want? Perfectly. 
So this is the weird thing about this documentary. So it's called Where is Wendy Williams? But what happened was when Lifetime producers started shooting a documentary, they were actually shooting a Wendy Williams comeback documentary. Wow. So it started off as a thing that she approved, that she was on board with, and it was like, this is showing her big comeback after the cancellation of her talk show. She was gonna, she was trying to pitch a podcast, right? Yes, she was pitching a podcast, and you see all that kind of play out in the first two episodes. You see, like, the Wendy comeback, her team setting her up to do all these great things. But what the producers realize is that, like, this is not a person who seems to be like all the way there. Right. So they continue shooting a documentary, but they shoot it over the course of a year or so. Mm. But you see the literal demise of Wendy Williams in this. And that is truly the saddest thing. Like I'm an old school Wendy Williams fan from the radio, but like you see her going from just having normal conversations to not being able to really like hold a thought or jumping from conversation to conversation. And right. It seems so sporadic. But like it also, for her to need a comeback, did they, they discuss also why everything went wrong at Wendy Williams' show? So that's kind of the thing. So there's like two sides to this documentary. There is her family, who she doesn't really have regular communication with, and then there is her management team and guardianship. Okay. So you see kind of the two sides separating. So the family's on one end being like, Wendy should not be involved in any of these things. She needs to focus on her health and her wellness. Mm. And then you see the other side of the things, which is her management, who were initially like, let's get her back in the podcast and let's have her do all these great things. But her family's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And honestly, watching it, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. It I know. I mean, questionable. I, I, I watched some episodes and mm-hmm. I was just like, damn, she's very like sort of volatile. Like she's yeah. she like she gets she, she snaps at people over mm-hmm. nothing and then wants them fired. Absolutely. And but but also you can see that it isn't coming at from a place of malice. Just like, she's almost not even there. Not even there. And those yeah. eyes, like, she, she's just like so, mm-hmm. like, it looks eerie. Um, They discussed how her DJ from the show, DJ Booth, yeah. found her unresponsive, which which led to the show being off the air initially. Yeah, so what happened, what we got was a lot of information about the show that I don't think any of us knew about. I mean, her nephew talked about how Wendy would literally do the show and then come home and be drunk from about 12 p.m. noon until 5 a.m. the next day until it was time for her to get back up and do the show wow. again. DJ Booth, her longtime DJ on the show, had a similar story where he just came to her house one day and she was completely just blacked out. And that's when he actually quit the show because he was like, whoa, this is a problem. But at that point, the show still continued. Right. So it, it, we see all these little like trinkets about her health and things. And they also talked about her financial situation. Mm. Remember her... Wells Fargo account is currently frozen under Wells Fargo, so she has a financial guardian who's kind of overseeing all those things. It's not a conservator. It's like a, it's a bit different. They're calling it a guardianship and more so a financial guardianship, but her family's kind of pushing back on that. However, the guardianship is also pushing back. They've been some, there've been some accusations of like uh, her family mishandling her funds, which they addressed in a documentary. Uh, One person talked about how her son spent you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on her credit card bill and things like that. So it's but that was to sort of like afford for her lifestyle. And that it? and that's one of the things that the families argued. It's like we've had to support Wendy when she was down here. She had to go into treatment. But then there are some other things that are a little questionable, like her son's one hundred and fifty thousand dollar birthday party or him spending like eighty thousand dollars on Uber Eats. And it's oh, like, wow. bro, cook a damn meal. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's a lot on Uber. Yeah, like yeah. also maybe not have a birthday party if your mom is in demise. Like there All are right. a few things that are questionable, but again, we'll just have to kind of see how this plays out because right now she's under that financial guardianship. And this, there, there's more episodes of this show to come out, so I suppose we'll learn a bit more. Yeah, so two episodes dropped on Saturday and then two episodes dropped on Sunday. So okay. the whole thing aired over the weekend. Okay, okay, great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. On to our next story, Britney Spears. She's... Kind of going the enemy of my enemy 
is my friend mm -hmm. because she posted about Janet Jackson, something I've never heard her talk about Janet before, but with Justin Timberlake going up and apologizing to absolutely fucking no one, <laughs> as he said, mm -hmm. now these two women are linked against him, it seems, because Britney posted uh, a photo, a screen grab of Janet's self-titled album released in 93, mm -hmm. and the caption is this, she says, thank you to this beautiful lady for keeping my dreams and heart alive. She's always been the deepest and brightest woman at the same time. She went through so much, but I feel she is someone I will look up to for the rest of my life. Thank you for your music and your divine way of untangling intelligence to a far more clear view than anyone could ever imagine. In other words, Fuck you, Justin Timberlake. Like, yeah. it's kind of what it sounds like. And then she did the old, I'm going to delete this uh -huh. post. Post thing, it and delete it. Which I never, Britney's a big one for posting and yeah, deleting. Yeah, yeah. But I don't understand because it's out there now, so you may as well leave it up there. I have, I love this. I do. Because I have one, I am in full support of the downward spiral of Justin Timberlake. I don't know. I am just not a fan of Justin Timberlake. I feel like he has gotten away like scotch-free in this whole Britney and Janet drama. Mm. So I love anytime somebody reminds us that Justin Timberlake is bad. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that like a little, does he have a song called Bad? Or? No, it's just, that's just my personal feelings. I, I, I like it too. I think these two women should like do a, do a diss track. <gasps> Would that be like the biggest song? of? Uh, let's hope it's catchy and they can both <laughs> still sing really well. Right, blah, blah, right. Blah, blah. That would be huge if they should link up. They're both singers. Come on, They're let's both attack singers. Him. They both don't like Justin Timberlake. Right. Why not? They definitely should because is Timberlake on tour right now? I think he's touring. I listened to his... Um, I oh, did you hear that new song? I listened to his new song I on Friday, it. Drown. And, and I wanted to drown. Exactly. I'm like, throw this in the river. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Wow. I listened to it on the way in and I go, yeah, this is not it. It, it, was, it wasn't it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I hope we'll hear more to this story. I don't know why she deleted the post, but I hope, uh, I hope Janet speaks up now. And it also comes out and it's like, and by the way, Brittany. <laughs> yep, yes. Start trashing oh, Justin. That'd be so good. Well, Justin currently has the flu, allegedly. Yeah. So Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> what did I speculate on the show the other day? LTS. He has LTS. Low ticket safe. Ah, the tickets are free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. On to our final story. Oh, God, this is good video. Mm -hmm. This is such good video. Chuck Liddell. He is a former UFC light heavyweight champion of the world. Yep. Well, he was down in San Diego on the best boat you've ever seen. It's a Lamborghini. So fancy. It's a Lamborghini boat. Mm -hmm. And he's there with two like younger men. Uh, Probably like his, look like a son or a nephew and his friend or something. And it looks like they're filming something. They're there <laughs> filming something. Well, he falls backwards off the <laughs> boat. He trips over and, and stumbles down kind of hits his butt and then falls backwards into the water and then the rescue <laughs> attempt is on. The guy puts down the camera. They weren't filming this, by the way. It wasn't no, like they weren't. Was a stunt. He puts down the camera that was just by his side and then they both run to the back of the boat. One guy decides he's going to jump in <laughs> to, to try to save Chuck <laughs> like a hero. He doesn't do any good, by the way. No, not at in. all. He just got wet. And then... They can't figure out how to get Chuck Liddell back onto the boat. He's, he's too a, big. I was about to say, he's a big dude. Like, no one can lift Chuck Liddell. He's over 200 pounds, this guy. So eventually they get out this, like, little boat ladder. <laughs> After minutes of, of Chuck, like, treading water, try, like, they're trying to pull him up, and the dog's there licking his face. No, and it's he's trying so to get bad. Back. 
<laughs> it's such a good video. And eventually they get him back up. He got dry. And we don't know what. He seemingly tripped over nothing. Like, it could have been his own feet. It could have been something on the boat. But, like, he's 54 years old. This is If I'm 54 years old and I'm tripping over boats, this is, like, the goal. Well, yeah. I mean, he... He's on a boat, so firstly, it's a bit, it's a little rocky, although it doesn't look like there's that much weight. It's not weight. It's a little rocky, and and Chuck is a little punch drunk, you know what I mean? Okay. He, he, he's been in some fights, and I think it shows. Oh, okay. Um, and, and so he just fell- it's A little wobbly. It's just like, it's, it's it, the people who caught this on camera, this is like <laughs> the best video you're ever going to see. And it's not recorded by the guys. It's recorded by some bystanders on another boat that are like, yo, Chuck Liddell. Yeah. And then the video, you can hear a, oh, as he falls into the river. Right. <laughs> if it was, if, if, if his guys were filming it, I would have assumed that. Kind of like it was, a stunt. It was a frankly. stunt. But this is so clear. Like the guys even like, like <laughs> flossing for the camera, like, oh my God. And then they look back and Chuck's in the water. <laughs> but on a Lamborghini boat, who ever knew that even existed? I don't know, but if I'm a trip and die, I will trip and die off a Lamborghini oh, boat. Oh, that'd be that like the best it. headline. Exactly. Falls in, off the water in a Lamborghini boat. It's beautiful. Okay, Wild. All right, Charlie Cotton. Thank you for joining me, mate. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you guys here tomorrow. Goodbye.